Hey, Brian. Hey, Jeremy. Hey. Oh, it. Oh my God. The Zoom is crystal clear today. I know. It's like you're right in front of me. <laughs> Welcome home. Thank you. It feels so good to be back. It was so cool because when I pulled up, Dexter like let out one aggressive bark from the upstairs yeah. window. He's like, but, hey! but then he let out like a, a bark of recognition. As hey! If, it's you! <laughs> and then he ran down to the door and he greeted me with open paws. <laughs> Pearls wide open. Report over. With a yet, 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 with a yet. Ooh ooh. If you wanna go and take a ride with me, with three wheeling in the fall with the goldies. Oh why must I live this way? Wanna go and get high with me? Smoke a L in the back of the Benzie. Oh, why must I feel this way? You're listening to Try to Podcast, the show about an aspiring comic and an ex-con trying to start over and make good after years of f***ing it up. Oh yeah, and they they try to make it radio friendly for some f***ing reason. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy and Brian. <laughs> All right, so uh, just like that, we started the show, and Brian took a look at me. I couldn't hear him because uh, headphones were on and everything, and he says, I need another drink. So he just ran off to go get another drink, and I wasn't going to drink today. I wasn't going to do it, Um, but he just, the last five minutes, every sip that he had sounded so good. The ice would slosh around, and then he'd come, just drop back into the glass, and he'd say, oh, it's so good, dude. So I went ahead and had him make me one. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna vamp for a little bit. Um, Brian is back. He is here. He is in the house, and um, we are trying to abide by social dis- distancing rules. But you know, it's, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do, um, especially when you haven't seen somebody in a long time. Um, but he's not showing any symptoms. I'm not showing any symptoms. Um, we're we're good. We're fine. All right. We're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but we've got some stuff to get into today. Brian has an original song he's going to be playing for you guys here in a little bit, um, as long as his voice holds up, because I don't know if he's spoken much, uh, you know, as outside of this podcast um, since since the lockdown began. I know I haven't. I don't talk to very many people, so it should be interesting. Um, we also have a video that we're going to be debuting on Facebook uh, this week. It is a tutorial, uh, a little how-to on how to cut people's hair. Um, when you're trying to abide by the social distancing rules, um, Brian was a little persnickety with me while I was doing it, but, um, you'll, you'll see in the video, but yeah, wow. I feel like, uh, feel like the old, the old host soup when we used to make him, um, do a topic and we wouldn't say anything and then he'd trail off and get uncomfortable. Uh, I'm doing the same thing right now. So I'd like to apologize for doing that to you, soup. That wasn't very nice. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I am drinking a coffee, actually, an iced coffee. It's delicious. Good thing Brian's not a bartender because he would not be getting a tip right now. So what have I been doing during the lockdown? Um, I would like to say that I accomplished something. Um, I haven't. I've done two puzzles. Um, I did some landscaping. Um, so I guess, you know, added like four bushes to the front of the house. Uh, and I've been watching movies. That's basically it. All right. There you are, sir. I've got it here, man. You left me hanging. I'm sorry about that. I had to get another one of those delicious beverages. Describe the beverage to me. 
Today's beverage is a gin ginger. Oh my, what did I do wrong? Woo, no, that's, that's no wonder you thought it was really good because <laughs> it was strong. It's, it's a, not gin. It, I'm sorry. It is a vodka ginger tonic. Get up on your mic, dude. Sorry, it's my first time back in studio. It's nice. It's, do you see how much better you sound when you're yeah, right about it? Yeah, I can actually it? hear myself. Yes, it's nice. Listen to the, those dulcet tones. Dulcet. Dude, so um, so Brian's back in the house. We decided we had to do a video. Uh, it was the, the hair cuttery video. I explained part of it, but... You were talking to me while I was cutting your while I was actually cutting your hair when the 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 camera was not rolling. Sure. And you were you were telling me just like kind of how intimate the haircut is and what what were you getting into? What were you saying? So what I was saying was that I was focusing on my art. Yeah, so you, I wasn't <laughs> Well, you did a great job. <laughs> you don't realize how important those things are to your self-esteem and to um I don't even really want to say, but but you just feel better about yourself when you're cleaned up and you have your hair cut. And like I said, I know you ladies out there, your roots are growing in and you're God, starting to see the grays and you're starting to see the, uh, the your real hair color. <laughs> and I know sometimes that's hard to face. And um, I'm seeing that right now with, with, with my hair was out of control. Um, and just how good it feels to see that hair fall to the floor, like oh, yeah. stress off the shoulders. Yeah. We don't, th- those are things we took for granted before. And now, um, you know, that haircut I just got, I already feel better just because the rough edges have been taken off. It's weird. Yeah. It is. It is. Weird, it, it? It, you don't realize it. You don't realize it before this all happens. Right. How important that is. Nobody prepares for a pandemic by getting a haircut. You know, and, and the <laughs> thing is, I, mean? I was I actually got in right before it went down. Oh, really? So I kind of got lucky there. But yeah. still, I get a haircut like every week and a half, every two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, and it's definitely been longer than that. Oh, and yeah. It's been when, like six weeks. Like like, like, like when I'm standing. Um, six, seven, seven weeks. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Um, well, when I'm standing and I can see my hair in the shadow. <laughs> and I can tell, like, man, even my shadow was telling me I look like crap. And, and well, what got me is I, I could see your little beanie that you have on, and like it pulled up a little bit, and I could see your hair being pulled up with it. You see it like which curl means, around the edges, yeah, yeah, yeah. which which yeah. means it's getting long. Uh, but I'm glad you let me cut it for you. Uh, Thank you. You know, this has been a long time up. coming. Yeah, yeah, we've been teasing doing that for a long time. Yeah, for sure. I think you're a little nervous about me touching the top, but um, well, I'm okay with you touching the top because right now. This is kind of like just the haircut to get me through. Right. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's a, it's, I'm just trying to get through this thing. And, and, and as long as I can put on a hat and still look like I have a good haircut, then I'm good with it right now. But it also just feels good to have it, oh, it a does. little shorter on the side. It does. Um, but I honestly think, and ladies, we'll get a picture of his hair uh, when we're done here. And oh, doesn't God. It doesn't even just have to be the ladies. Everybody out there, I think it looks better longer on top like that. I think I think if you keep it kind of teased up the way that you had it earlier, I think it looks good. Yeah, well, you teased it up real good. Yeah. You did, you did that. But something happened when we were recording. Uh-oh. Something happened that has never happened to me in the 10-plus years that I have had a smartphone. That is true. I have never had a cracked screen. Never. Never. Not once. Now, there's there's been times where I've had like a, a hairline fracture going across like just like a tiny little bit, maybe maybe a centimeter, maybe uh, like at the bottom of the screen where you could barely even see it. But now I've got the spider web. I've got yeah. the spider web going on now. And um, what happened? Well, uh, happened what happened was, was 
I was trying to get a, a shot of Brian from above while we were trying to get our social distance haircut going. <laughs> and I've got a tripod that, that can like wrap around things. So it was wrapped yeah. around my banister. Um, and I wasn't thinking clearly cause I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta take the, the phone out of here and do something with it. And I just like popped, popped it out, popped it out. Mm. And I freaked out and it starts to tumble. It just starts to tumble from the second tumble. floor. doesn't tumble since you popped it out. It propelled at me in a fast motion. <laughs> And like a straight wuss, I like jumped back. Like, ah, instead of catching you the thing. You did jump back. I don't know why you oh, jumped back. Oh, I don't know why I did either. It was coming so quickly. You pulled a, a Michael Bluth. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> it landed did. on the ground and I was like, oh, okay. You oh, know, well. and, and, and when it comes to that, you have a 50-50 chance of it landing, you know, face down. Yeah. And that's, or yeah. up. Yeah. You know I mean? Or I guess that's the same thing. But it, it landed... <laughs> It landed to win. I picked it up. It's like, oh my God, was the screen broken before? You're like, no, is it broken now? Yes, it's broken. And Jeremy laughs. I did. I laughed. It was funny. Jeremy becomes the first person in the history of the world to <laughs> laugh when they break an iPhone. But it was, I, I'm due. I'm overdue. This phone's almost three years old. You got that right. Producer Sarah's walking around here with her brand new what, iPhone 13. I, 11, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, she's out there yeah. skipping around, taking taking high quality x-ray shots. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and, and you're walking around with like something that was uh, made when Obama was in administration. Uh, Let's just go wow. ahead and roll with me. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is. And she's rolling around with her high tech new age Lamborghini of phones. This was, it was 2016. Uh, I just shouldn't say Lamborghini. My blue Lamborghini was not that much. I'm Wasn't that great, that right? Thing. Yeah, yeah. Terrible on the highways. Oh yeah. The insurance is crazy too. Mm-hmm. Not even worth it most of the time. It's not, (laughs) but, but, but that, that I was like, you know what? I've been waiting around for an excuse to get a new phone. This is a great reason to get it. It it, it, it happened while we were recording a great video, a great video, by the way, you guys are going to love this video. And, uh, I, I sacrificed the, the, the phone for the betterment of the show. You did that. So everybody out there, if you get any enjoyment from this phone, make sure to go to, uh, cash tag, try to podcast (laughs) and help contribute to the Jeremy (laughs) phone contribution fund. And I don't even like, I, I, I don't even care. The only thing that makes me mad is that it wasn't rolling when it fell. Yeah. If it would have been rolling when it (laughs) fell, so we could have the plummeting to the earth. Yeah. It would have been even better. That would have been a great shot. It did not happen. A great shot. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, wells. You live and learn, Brian. You, you do live and you learn. You live and learn. You live, you learn, you learn. I can't remember <laughs> that song anymore. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of living and learning. It's good seeing you face-to-face, buddy. It is so good to see you, man. Yeah, we're going to do some grilling after this. We are going to grill. I, I'm so excited because I eat the same thing every day, all day. What are you eating? Um, uh, usually just eat chicken breast and salad and eggs. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I can tell. You've lost now because you weighed yourself. Yes. The first time you weighed yourself. Finally weighed myself on the official scale. Well, it was supposed to be the, the final weigh-in. You moved out the day of the final weigh-in. I know. Terrible time. And you have not come across a scale since then. No, no. Well, I've come across a couple things, but not a scale. You know what I'm talking hey, about? Hey, hey, oh, up top. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, um, yeah I'm, I'm down in the 240s now. Yeah, man. I, I, what did we say? It was like a base, almost a 30-pound weight loss? Yeah, almost 30-pound weight loss. Yeah, Had a boy. Had a boy. Thank you. And I found five of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard a joke the Ooh. other day. Uh, yes. What What do you, um, what's the word for uh, a dad joke when somebody who's not a dad tells it? I have no idea. It's a faux pas. 
Oh, wow, 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 wow. I love the joke. I love the fact that 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 joke itself is a dad joke. Yeah, that dad joke is a joke. It's an oxymoron. I don't know what it is. It's a faux pas. It's a play on words. Faux pas. F-A-U-X, faux pas. But you are a a dog dad, so therefore you are a dad. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Who's who says me? It's not the same as having a kid. I hate when people say, "Oh, my dog kiddos are at home." Blah blah blah. Who says? It's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to pee. Okay. <laughs> what's the worst that's going to happen if you leave your two-year-old at home by itself? Oh, there's a lot of things that can happen. They're going to die. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to be taken to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you are Casey Anthony. Right. Right. In which case. They die and don't go to jail? Yeah, don't go to, they die, you don't go to jail, and you have a book dealing a movie in the works. Yeah, yeah. Bingo! <laughs> bingo, bingo. Yeah, I got to turn back up there. Now, now there we go. We're, we're good. Um, oh, uh, also, this applies. There you go. Yeah, no doubt. She's getting paid every way possible. So, except for the stimulus check. <laughs> oh, she did not yeah. get the extra 500 on that. That's right. <laughs> so, we... we um, well, we're going to give a little prison update. Right now, the Lansing Correctional Facility has over 700 positive cases. Good God. So that's just to say How that, many people are there? Uh, God. Well, all if you were to count the minimum, the medium, and the max, probably, I don't know, 2,000? Okay. Um, but this, So 700 out of 2,000. But I can tell you this, that my employees, they are almost all infected. And they almost came back to work last week, so I'm happy that... Oh, my that- God. I was just about to ask. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you're like... <laughs> How close have we gotten to each other since you've gotten here? Uh, all up in each other's business. A- and you're a, you were about to tell me that all of your employees have yeah. it. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Brian, it was a joke. It was a joke. Oh no, my God. but um, it, it's it's a very serious time right now for a lot of people. But you know, these guys are in these conditions with subpar health care, and um, and they are in a place that is confined and trapped with no fresh air. Um, and this has added a whole new level of stress, you know, to my life and to everybody's life. And I, and, and I think that we are all feeling the effects of COVID in different ways. You, producer Sarah, myself, yeah. we all have different things in our job. All of our listeners out there, this is affecting us, whether it's financially, Every physically, mentally. Every single person out there. It is. It's terrible. It, it's interesting you mentioned that because I was talking to somebody the other day about how, you know, like the, the, the last biggest thing that ever happened was 9-11. Yes. And it affected us in the fact that we were sad. Yes. And the economy eventually tumbled. We went to war. You know, it affected people. Yes. But not directly. This is the first time something has really affected every single person out there directly. Right? Because 9-11 was New York. I, I didn't see the I didn't even see the tumble on, on TV. True. I slept in that day. Like I didn't even know about it till like one o'clock in the afternoon. So I mean, it definitely didn't affect me, affect me. But this is literally affecting everybody that's out there. So if if I don't know, I I don't want to get too um, tree huggy out there. But you know, if it's affecting you, it's affecting you. Let it affect you. Don't try to hide it. Don't sure. and, and just know that everybody else is going through it too. Exactly. But anyway, you, the and, and, and 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 so so that's one thing. Like in a way, like not only only my professional life has it affected me, mm-hmm. but the uh, mental health aspect of um, being home alone every night with nothing to do. Yeah, it has been a serious deal with me. And I know that even people who live with others, whether a spouse, a roommate, or whatever. Are are feeling? Why is Google trying to listen to what I'm saying? Um, 
Or, hey, we got or, another listener though. That's hey, good. <laughs> I am listening to Try Two Podcast. <laughs> um, it's it's affecting us all differently, and um, you know, I've I've been spending a lot of time, you know, in my head to myself. Some of it's good, healthy. Some of it has been bad and destructive, but um, I I, I really think that you know, like like driving here today. It is amazing how a one hundred percent. 180 flipped my whole entire well-being. I was happy. I was driving here the whole way. I'm still happy to be here. And it's Yeah, just, you were saying it was like yeah, like you're going on a field trip. On a field trip, but right? with booze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's um I, I how much it has affected me in such a short period of time and I know it's because we are Americans and we are used to having everything at our fingertips. I think some poor countries would be like, "What?" <laughs> Your isolation is still Disneyland to us. Oh yeah, you mfers. Yeah, screw you. How many oh, TVs do you have? In you your have house? to stay home in your climate-controlled house <laughs> and stream Netflix. Oh, boo, freaking who? I got my arm cut off because I didn't wear a sheet over my head. <laughs> oh, that's. Uh, oh, hang on a second. Hey, uh, we get to use all these things again. The venerable producers <laughs> of Try to Podcast acknowledge that Brian's humor can be offensive. And the only reason Jeremy is laughing is not because he agrees, but because he can't control himself. I can't control myself. That he, is can't, he cannot control it. But yeah, so it's like, I, I want to make sure. You're like, oh my God, I got to stay home all the time. The homeless man on the streets. At least you got an effing home. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh man, oh, work is killing me. At least you are able to go to work. Yeah. Oh, man, I am so stressed about these bills. Well, at least you have money to pay those. Right. So I always try and be careful when I complain because I know for a fact there are others that have it worse. It's interesting that you say that. I hope everybody has that empathy going forward, not just about COVID, not just about the quarantine. Yeah. I mean... I think it's important that everybody try to empathize in, in everyday every life. And I yeah. think that this just magnifies it. It oh, yeah. puts everything under a glass and we see it a lot clearer um, because we have so quickly been forced into this um, state of emergency that, yeah. that, that, that we, you know, a lot of people feel like all of our freedoms have been stripped from us, which isn't completely true. No, but we have been so spoiled that we feel like we are incarcerated right now, when in <laughs> fact we are not, because I have been. Yeah, you have a and, lot of experience. And, and, and I'm able to do a lot more things than I could. So I try not to complain too much because I've had it much worse. And also, everybody's going through it. Like, I almost said the other day, like, I, I hear coworkers talking about, you know, kids and having to uh, teach their kids while they're working from home. You know, so they've got that added. And I almost said, oh, my God, it's another reason why I'm glad I never had kids. Yeah. But then I was like, why would I say that? That's just like, I mean, okay, yeah, it could be a funny statement. But at the same time, like, why? Why would I say that? I Like, and most of the time people are going to take that as the joke that it's intended to be. Sure. But at the same time, it's like. Are you are you are you crapping on me now? Like, why are you crapping on me for having kids? It's like, well, I, I just said I'm just not going to say it. True, yeah, yeah. Because I put myself in their situation where oh, that's oh always the God. worst. When you're like, oh, I want to say it so bad, and typically I do, but right. I, oh yeah, but you're able to hold it back. Good for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, I'm holding a lot of stuff back. So, and so, so in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, there are some people's lives 
that have not changed one bit during this pandemic. Yeah. And the sad thing is, is it also won't change afterwards because they are living in a life where they have no resources. They have no way out. And I know that after this, I'm going to be back at concerts. I'm going to be at the yeah. bar having drinks. I'm going to be at you restaurants. You think you're going to be at concert living anytime soon? Living it up. I mean, when it's over, I will be. Yeah. And well, but I'll, you, I'll see you at a concert in 2021, buddy. You're you're probably right. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, I did get on some Foo Fighter tickets. It's been rescheduled for October. Oh, sweet. In Wichita? Yeah. Yeah, I've got tickets too. Yeah. So I'll there see you, you there, buddy. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but um. so that's the thing, like. I guess that's one thing we should be happy about is that we do have things that were taken from us. Others yeah. didn't even have that to lose in the first place. Right. So I'm going to leave it there. No more preaching. I'm drinking my vodka gin and ginger. No, there's no, no gin, gin in it. <laughs> Why do I keep trying to put gin in it? I don't know. Um, but one last thing about all that is, and I, 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 I was talking to you about it in the kitchen earlier. It annoys me when I do go out, like to high V. Yes. Got, got, oh, got some, yes. Got some meat today. I'm I'm in Get my mask. Meat. I'm trying to I'm trying to socially distance from people. You know, um, you know, walking to the end of the aisle and looking both ways to make sure I'm not gonna walk into somebody else's path. But it it didn't fail. Um, if I saw somebody without a mask, it was a good ninety percent chance that it was an elderly person. That was not wearing the mask. Exactly. Esther and Earl. Yeah. I'm like, what? Here they come. First of all, what are you doing out? Why are you out of the house? I, and, and there might be a valid reason for them to be out. They might not know anybody who can go get their stuff for them. I get it. It was 745 on a Sunday morning. Maybe I was the one who wasn't supposed to be there. To yeah, be honest well, I with mean, you. like we said earlier, because they do have the old people shopping hours. I think that's the official title for it. Yeah. The old people, yeah, aka close to death, yeah, and so maybe I wasn't supposed to be there, but I was up early on a Sunday, and I was like, I, I need to go get some meat, but I'm like, we're doing this for you, yeah, like so there are people out there who are losing their jobs, having to go on unemployment, maybe not even getting unemployment right now, some small business owners who are having to fire people, and and I'm talking small business owners like um, they're, they're, I know a masseuse that. That's technically a small business owner. All she is, she's the sole employee, and all the equipment she has are her hands, a table, and some towels. Yes, right. And you know, she hasn't hasn't been able to collect unemployment yet because technically she's a small business owner. She's not an employee. And you know, we're doing this to protect these old people. And maybe this That's is right. ane- maybe this is That's anecdotal right. because this is one store that I was in, but I feel like this is what I'm seeing most of the time. It's everywhere. It's, it's old retired people who are at the highest risk who are the ones who are not taking exactly. any responsibility. Exactly. <sighs> Stay your a home. And if you have to go out, you know, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Do wear something. Mask. Wear a mask. We're sitting here trying to do whatever we can to keep you safe, shutting down everything. Yeah. And, and here you come just prancing through the freaking minefield with, 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 no, with no, not a worry in the nothing, world. Nothing. No PPE whatsoever. And by the way, they haven't lost their job because they've been collecting retirement for exactly. freaking t- 10, 15, 20 years. Exactly. So it hasn't affected them at all. Stay, no. and, and I know old people aren't listening to the show because yeah. they don't even know what a podcast is. Yeah, my dad does. No, he doesn't listen, <laughs> well, but he does Facebook he, Live. He does Facebook Live and yeah, calls it a, a podcast. podcast. <laughs> Come on, Gary, get your stuff together. Yes, stay home. Come all on, right. guys, get a hold of your old people. Get a hold of your old people. Um, I've I've got a I've got something for you here. It's a. It's okay. Remember, there are no stupid questions, okay. just stupid people. Okay, Mister Hayat. Okay. Okay. Um, 
What's going to happen in the prison when people start dying? They've already lost three. So what happens? Like, I mean, do they pay for the funeral? Oh, heck no. Okay. When Even though first, they're responsible for it? They're, technically, they're not responsible. What? Is what there was what the state's going to say. They're not reta- responsible so for the hate, first, the, well, the safety and well-being of the of the inmates? Well, technically, yes, Jeremy, but let's <laughs> go ahead and dial it back a little bit. Okay. Back in 1927, a federal document said that anybody who's incarcerated under I'm making all okay. that. Okay. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> Brian. Look at the big brain on Brian." Full <laughs> fix it. Hey. Ding. Ding. So, um Whenever you first are incarcerated, there are some forms you got to fill out. I clearly remember doing this one because it really hit home. If you are to die during your incarceration. That was a nice sneaky burp that you had there. I just heard it. (laughs) If you are to die. (laughs) If If you are to die during your incarceration, what is to be done with your body? Yeah. One is... Back to the family? Hand it over to the family to let them take care of funeral expenses. Number two is to be buried in an unmarked grave. I thought that might, like, on... Uh, like on the property somewhere buried in an unmarked grave no ceremony nothing just a hole drop you in there and you are done and i have to imagine there's a lot of those because yeah, because most of these people they don't have family their family are, are are they don't have family their families don't have any money they're impoverished uh they, it's just it, it, the their family goes, is not interested in them exactly their yeah. family is like uh i don't even remember who that guy is anymore right um but yeah so those you got to check a box whether your family is going to take it over, and if not, you're going to be buried in an unmarked grave. Man. God. So they've had how many pass? Three from COVID-19. Three. And it's just it's just crazy to me. Like, th- this is their fault that it, it even got in there. What happened is it got in there, and they drug their feet on quarantining people. They have the brand new prison they just built that they have not put into effect yet where they're, they could have moved everybody and put them in their own cells. Okay. They have the former minimum camp that is setting there abandoned because they moved everybody to the new prison, which is everybody sleeping on top of each other. Yeah. They have plenty of room to move people to spread them out, but they took too long. They're in a special – typically, they're not going to have that extra space. Yeah, exactly. Like this landed at a perfect time for them to actually use the. They extra actually space. had extra real estate to use to slow the spread, and they drugged their feet. God, and they were concerned. The prison was concerned in the beginning. The reason why they locked them in is they said they are not comfortable with the inmates working with people who live out in the free world who could expose them. To the coronavirus when, right. it, when in fact it was their own staff that brought the coronavirus to them of course. and now have them locked in while we're still working every day perfectly healthy because they failed to quarantine these people and keep them safe. Now all of our guys who are working hard every day to better themselves and make a better life and to train for a better future are now stuck in a place, in a prison, in a dungeon without the proper care because they drug their feet. And then they want to send them back to work. Yeah. Why? What's the rush, Jeremy? Why would they want to send them back to work? I'll tell you why. Money. Because the prison gets 25% of their paycheck. 
This has nothing to do with anything except for a typical government cover-up of them trying to save face in the pub, in the publicity, in the newspaper, and the free. I'm sorry, I'm wow, pissed off. Yeah, right now. man. Yeah. In, in the publicity, the newspapers, on the internet, trying to make it seem like they are taking care of people when they are not. Right. We are getting word from family members, loved ones, and friends of the inmates that all the people have tested positive have been thrown right back in a general population, and they are all just mixing together in a big crock pot of shit at Lansing Prison. My God. Don't believe a damn thing you read, because they are not doing anything to protect these guys. That's insane. I mean, obviously, they're not doing anything. There's 700. Over 700, and they haven't even tested 100% yet. Ugh. And this is the thing. Like, you know, everybody is going to not believe it when an inmate says they aren't doing the right thing here. They're not protecting us because it's coming from a criminal, right? And the, yeah. the person who's saying the source is a felon. They are a criminal. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they'll get out. Yeah. And they will do amazing things. You never know until you throw the dice and you yeah. find out where they land. Criminals don't lie about everything. Yeah, no, not about <laughs> everything. But the fact of the matter is, is that I have lived there and I can tell you that they lie. They lie. Lie, 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 lie. No, you're not talking about the criminals now. You're talking no, I'm about I'm talking about the administration. The the the, the, the KDOC. The staff. Kansas Department of Corrections. Yeah. Every Imagine. Well, they Im control the entire narrative of everything exactly. going in and out. Exactly. So. Imagine if you are a convicted felon, you already have five strikes against you. Nobody's going to believe a word you say. Right. And these guys come in there wearing their little uniforms with their sewn on patch, thinking they're a cop, but they're nothing but a damn babysitter. And no matter what they say, people believe it because on one side you have a convicted felon and on the other side you have a prison guard. Yeah. I've seen these prison guards out in the community, okay, yeah. begging for shots at the bar, you know, <laughs> sitting there, uh, you know, with a flat tire on the side of the road, begging for a free spare change. Look, I've seen it. Well, I mean, that kind of goes, they're not paid well either. Like, they're, they're not. They're, not they're treated paid well. terribly. They're not treated well either. The whole entire system is messed up. Right. So... These Re guys remind, remind me is Lansing a for-profit prison? I can't remember. No, no, no. It's a state it's, prison. It's a state prison. Okay. So here's. But here, they're still wanting to make money. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Every single person that has a private industry job, the prison gets twenty-five percent off the top before taxes. Good God. Before taxes. So right now you have all these guys uh, between the three companies that have private industry at Lansing Prison. You have probably 350 inmates that they are missing out on every single week on their money. Which means just like a pimp with a prostitute. They're they, short on their budget right now. Exactly. They planned on that this money. This is for all the year. planned income. All those beds are accounted for mm -hmm. as far as annual earnings, okay? Yeah. So they were going to try and send them back to us. Then they test them. They test them, like, uh, and we never hear from them. We were supposed to hear from them by Sunday. They never call. Oh, wow. So they didn't even keep you posted. Exactly. But it doesn't were. matter. It doesn't matter, KDOC, because their family members contacted us on their behalf and said that all of them, except for 33, tested positive. Oh, my God. They were going to send them back to work. What the hell? Exactly. What the hell? Exactly. I mean, that's that's criminal behavior. Thank you. That is it criminal is. behavior. 
It's a Trojan horse. They were literally <laughs> yeah. going to send them in carrying this virus. And and who knows? In, in reality, Jeremy, maybe all of us already have it. You know right. what I mean? I mean, yeah. Because all of our people who are in Lansing, uh, 80% of them aren't showing any symptoms at all. Right. They, they, they didn't even know they had it. Right. So I think it's kind of foolish for us to believe that it hasn't been like that on the outside oh, as well. Sure. Yeah. But based on what we see on the news and in scientific facts and findings and blah, 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 and everything that we read and hear, you got to take it serious. Right. So let's keep that in there. Let's not rush them back. I want them back. Oh, absolutely. I not know you do. Not only because my back hurts, mm-hmm. but because I want them safe and for their mental well-being, it's yeah. the best place for them to be. Yeah. You can a speak from these, experience because yes. you did this exact thing. A lot of these guys support their family from the inside. Holy cow. They send home money every month to help their family. Right. This is killing them on that. Yeah. Um. The, there are a lot of things that, that come into play here that, that the common everyday free man doesn't know, but... When, cheating the state on time. What that means is when you're at work, you're cheating the state out of doing time. Because oh, yeah, you're yeah. a free man. Yeah. During that time, you're not a prisoner. You're an employee. Yeah. You're not doing time. You're doing a job. You go from a inmate ID to an employee ID. That's exactly right. Yeah. You clock in. You're being treated as a human being. Yeah. You're doing something that is providing a service to a company and to the world. And you feel empowered by that. Right, right. And right now, they're locked down in the worst of the worst conditions, and they have nobody to speak out for them. So I guess today, fired up on this vodka, ginger, and club soda, I'm their voice for them. What what happened to the gin? Did you take it out? I dropped it. (laughs) Man, that's crazy, dude. I I get why you're all worked up about it. It it affects you. I'm mad. It affects you on both ends. Especially it, because a lot of them are my employees. I've only known as employees. Right. But some of them are lifelong friends that I did time with that I consider like a brother to me. Right. You're worried about them. I am. 100% I'm worried about them. Because it it's... So originally, I remember when I first started hearing about coronavirus, um, they were saying it affects old people, it affects the immunocompromised. But that was based off of data from China and Italy, right? They didn't have obese people like America has. Yes, true, right? true. Your typical American is overweight. That's right. And a lot of prisoners are overweight because of the diet. Because of the diet. Right? And as a matter of, well, and everybody knows obesity is typically prominent in... Lower income. Poor, yes. Right. And so, like, prisoners are definitely... Poverty, poverty, low. I mean, but it is definitely a trait of people who don't have a lot of money. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is they're at an even higher risk right now. And we don't even know the science behind, you know, what happens. Okay. If you are just, and and this is me talking out of my ass right now. I know my wife's going to be rolling her eyes when she hears me talking about this because she's, (laughs) she's the smart one. She is. But what happens when, okay, I, I could get coronavirus by touching the same railing as somebody and then never being exposed to it again. But in that just brief moment of touching that railing, I put my hand to my face, boom, I've got it. What about when you're swimming in it? When you are surrounded exactly. by 700 people and they don't have very much uh, PPE from what I saw in the video that made it out of there, um, they are literally drowning in the virus. Does that 
have any more impact on it than barely coming into contact with it. True. And there, it's, it's repeated exposure. True. And right now we don't know that, you know, we don't it's, know. Not, it's not like chicken pox where you get it and you're immune. That's right. I mean, we don't know that. So if you're swimming in it, they could just be drowning in coronavirus right so, now. So my, my idea is... And again, guys, I don't know if that's true. No, no, no. Know who how, knows? Who knows? But yeah, yeah. We're just throwing this out there. That's what would make me nervous. I'm going to do some conspiracy theory crap oh, right now. Oh, God. Okay, but, but, here we go. But, but you just mentioned a chicken pox. Yeah. You remember whenever, you know, I'm sure they still do this today. Parents who have young children. Chicken pox parties. Chicken pox party. Yeah. That's all party. Play together and get it and spread. I believe that's what KDOC is doing right now. Not on purpose. You know what? (laughs) We cannot control this spread. Let's just let it run its course. Whoever we lose. Do you think? Oh, so you think they are doing it on purpose maybe? Yeah. Whoever we lose, we lose. But the fact of the matter is. This spreads quickly. It spreads rapidly. We'll Let's get the herd immunity together. and blah, blah, blah. We'll push blah. it through here, and then we'll start fresh. It's like a farmer burning a crop. You yeah. know what I mean? We will start fresh after it works its way through. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I am done talking about corona on this episode. Okay. All right. Wow. Continue. Yeah, that's crazy. Let me check out my cracked phone here. Well, let me check out. You said that you are you have something coming. You bought something on Facebook? Yeah, let me do this. Let's do this. Ring, 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 Segway. Uh, so I asked some people um, what the dumbest purchase that they made um, since this whole lockdown started. Because, you know, everybody's been online shopping. Everybody's been buying dumb things. I, I noticed somebody posted uh, something here. Let's see here. It was. Uh, OK, the meme is I'm not going to waste my money on bullshit anymore. Also, me, it shows this like wax thing that you could dump over an egg and make it look like a, a, a penguin and I it just that. says egg wins Eggwins. and um so i asked people what's the, what's the dumbest thing you purchased during the lockdown um my friend uh carrie uh listener carrie from michigan she said three pounds of lobster meats and a face hugger mask from aliens you know, like <laughs> aliens when the yeah yeah hey they actually have a cpap mask that looks like that yeah yeah so uh th- she said the state is uh making everybody wear masks they didn't say what kind so she got herself a, a mask that looks like the alien that hugs the face um listener brian uh from here in lenexa he got some uh rothko camo tactical basically like Hammer pants is from what I can tell, I guess, <laughs> I guess, but they're red, white, and blue. Yeah. I love that guy. Um, and then, uh, Christy, uh, she said that she, uh, got a blonde wig, a blonde wig. What? I don't know. She says that she has no reason to get a blonde wig. Uh, let's see here. What'd she say specifically? Uh, bought a blonde wig. No reason. Definitely don't have a need for it. It's just completely frivolous, but I do look good. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. A blonde, like what? What brings somebody during a, 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 a quarantine to buy a blonde wig? I have no idea. I have no idea either. But no do idea. your thing. Blondes have more fun, and uh, everybody can use more fun during this time. Brittany said that she uh, she got some strawberry plants to become a gardener, <laughs> pretending like she was actually going to remember to water them, and they are already dead. You know, Brittany used to live right down the street from here. Oh, and, really? And yeah, that is. So Brittany, by the way. Is it so, so Brittany? So Brittany. <laughs> yes. I can't believe her cat's still alive. But you were saying that you uh, accidentally got something that was kind of dumb. I am pissed off, actually. No, I did not I did not get it, Jeremy. What I ordered was amazing. What did you get? Well, I didn't get a damn thing. I got ripped okay, off, Okay, so Jeremy. what you ordered. I apologize. Yeah, this is BS. I, I was you missing... Guys- do you guys know what it is like to get ripped off when somebody steals from you? <laughs> it is just unbelievable that people would take something 
without, you know, did you not have a conscience? The lessons you're learning in empathy during this quarantine, I'm, right? I'm learning it's so much. I ordered <laughs> this amazing Beatles drum lamp. Okay. So what it was <laughs> is it was a bass drum. Yeah. So it was just like Ringo Starr's bass right, drum. Right, right. It, it had the Beatles on Beatles, it. Yeah. And it was backlit and everything. Mm. And, and you would hang it on the wall. It was an amazing piece. That's and cool. First of all. How big would you say this is? It was the standard bass drum. Oh, wow. So the price should have been a warning right away. $40. Oh, dude. What are you doing? I, I know. What the? <gasps> Brian got taken. Oh, Brian got I am taken. so pissed off. Oh, my God. And then after. So, you know. No, I guess is, the, is this on Facebook? Amazon? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Ba- okay. Be careful with Facebook ads. Because they will not insure or guarantee your purchase. And I have been out there flagging these people who have been reposting this same ad under different company names. Oh, my God. I have been hitting them. This has been a campaign for me. Oh, I have Brian. been on fire. <laughs> Brian's got a purpose. Oh, yeah. I've been saying, like, listen, these Nigerian a-holes. Now, why does it have to be Nigerian? Because they are. <laughs> How do you know that? Because the damn name that whenever you research them and go back to the Gmail account yeah. that's attached to it, yeah, they're all very African names, okay? <laughs> and I'm not talking about African-American. I'm talking about African. Okay. But African sent me a damn drum I ordered. <laughs> and then when I did some research, I found the picture on a Pinterest. It was somebody on oh. Pinterest showing you how to make... A, a drum, you know, yeah. they, they were, they're showing these craft ideas. They stole the picture. They stole everything. So, you know, and the man, thing you is, are worked up this episode. Oh, man, I got to I'm fired up, guys. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. So these guys, you know, are posting this. And, of course, the Beatles are beloved. Of course. You know, everybody loves the Beatles. Yeah. So it's great for Americans to hit them over the head with this oh, yeah. because people have so many fond memories. And every time they post an ad under a different store name, it gets all these loves. Yeah. And people start sharing all to their family members. And I just see all these potential victims. And, and now me, the former con man, <laughs> yeah. is jumping in there saying, Tom Monroe, if you order this, you will never see this drum lamp. How long ago did you order it? This was about a month and a half ago. Oh, my God, Brian. <laughs> you fell for it. I can't believe I it. I did. And it's perfect. It's the $40. $40 is is enough it's to... It's so easy to throw away. Uh, yeah. It's and, a... and, and I'm sitting there going, man, my new place. This is going to be great oh, decor yeah. for the living room. Yeah. A nice accent piece. Yeah. But now I have Bridget, listener Bridget, out there painting me a piece. Oh, cool. That is going to be the, the Beatles logo. Nice. And she's doing that for me. So that's another thing I'm doing. Is I'm having local artists create artistic pieces from a new place. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, but this all started by me getting ripped off <laughs> by a Nigerian. But again, forty dollars is enough to make you go. Eh, but it's also high enough where Hold you're like, the trigger. where you're like, you know what? That's forty bucks. It could be nice. Well, at the same time, though, nice. it's enough to where it's like, you know what? That's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Yeah. Because if it was 20, you'd be like, uh, it's this, cheap. This is a con. Cheap. It's cheap. No it's good. Generic. No good. Yeah, but I fell for a hook, line, and sinker. But also, 40 bucks isn't enough that if it never shows up, that you're going to freak oh, out about but see, it. See, here's the thing, though. I they did never. a full PayPal. I did a full PayPal dispute on it. Uh, they don't care. Oh, what they say. This is ridiculous. <laughs> PayPal. PayPal. Hey, we're going to send an email to the person yeah. and see what they say. Of course they're not going to respond. No, no. They've at already all. burnt that email account 
and they're on to the next one. And then they get real <laughs> slick, Jeremy. They get real <laughs> slick. The name of the store is For the Love of God or the Glory of God. Oh, yeah. Or they do that stuff like, yeah. oh, you a-holes. I never click on that. They are stuff. good. Oh, they are good. Man. But no, but like you don't notice that until you start to investigate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these guys have really covered their tracks. Yeah. So the so they the, the Nigerian princes have moved on from I think the Nigerian that this prince. is all revenge for me exposing their catfish accounts on Facebook. <laughs> so I ordered something that I hoped was going to show up today. It might be the dumbest purchase you I've ever made. You got ripped off, I guarantee it. They're out there counting your money in Nigeria. You know, oh my God, I just realized. Do you know where I got where I saw this? The ad for this thing? Where? On my card game that I play. I, I play free sell when I get bored. Oh yeah. And uh it's just a dumb solitaire game. And I didn't I didn't pay for the upgraded one where it takes the ads out. So you sit there and watch these 30 second ads between games and I've got an ear thing, Brian. Okay. I don't know if you know about my ear thing. I Okay. I in my in between my freshman and sophomore year, I did a flip and a half off the off the diving board. That's a one and a half is what it's called. Yes, I did a one and a half. Did you land in a dive? No, that's the problem. Ooh. I twisted and landed on my ear. You can't oh. I what? And it sh- it broke my eardrum. Broke anvil and my stirrup, the two smallest bones oh in my, my body. Oh my god. Yeah. And uh, it was a kind of a big ordeal. I lost hearing because of it. And they, they said... Like uh, George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. He yeah. lost hearing in one of his ears. Yeah, I've got the... That's my chickie, George. What did he say? Yeah. I had that coming. But also, it just itches all the time. It, it always itches. Okay. And it comes in fits Dude, I am stirs. so into this. Tell me more because I have ear issues as well. <laughs> and my wife will get so mad at me because okay. I'll be sitting there just like with my index finger in my ear. Just It still does it to this day? Oh, yeah. It just itches so bad. You finger bang your ear. I finger bang my ear. Oh. And... A side effect of that is uh, getting a Q-tip in there and just really. Ramming. But and, and really, what I found with Q-tips, you're really just packing everything in there. Right. But do you find it satisfying when, like, you go a week without doing anything and you put it in there and it comes out and it's yellow as hell? Can I tell you it's what just, I do? <laughs> just gross and yellow. But you're like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, ah, I love how gross dirty. that is. Yeah. That's disgusting. You like a real dirty, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Can I tell you what I do? I like to have foreplay with my ear and I'm not lying to you right now. Give yourself a little eargasm? I would give myself, a, like, a sharpened number two pencil. Okay. And I put it in there real soft and soft and real slow, Jimmy. Okay. And I just barely get to where I'm touching the back wall. Yeah. To where it makes it really itch and tickle. And makes your eye cross. Yeah. Just and then head. I jam and Q-tip in there hard and just pound it to the back and get it real good. <laughs> yeah. I do the same type of thing. Only I start off with a spiral on the outside of my inner ear. So you work the outer lips. Yeah. I mean the ear. And then I spin it. All the way oh, back as I'm pushing okay. back, and I'm picturing it like like uh-huh. like that like that cleaning thing in the labyrinth. Oh yeah, that's going through. Oh yes, I love that thing. Yes, it clears everything out. Yes, you look like the babe. That's what I'm picturing as I'm going back there like that. But I've known for years. All you're doing is shoving that earwax back. Jam. You're making a candle. That's all you're making. The world's wax candle. That's right. That's right. What smells like death in here? Oh, it's my earwax candle. Do you not like it? And also, my right ear, because of the injury, uh-huh. produces more wax. 
Oh, wow. And so my right ear frequently will have way more yellow so Q-tips coming on, out than my left. On the right one, it's wax all. On the left one, it's wax all. <laughs> it is the Daniel <laughs> Well, this card game had an ad pop up. What? Of a an ear cleaner. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. Tell me more. It's got an HD camera. What? On the front Bro, of Bro, you do not want to go over my ears. You would Where? rather have a look at, like, what do they call it when they stick a camera up your Colonoscopy? Yeah, there you go. You would rather see that than to see my ear canal. All I know is that, okay, I'm gross. I like pimple popping videos. Ugh. Yeah, I, I I I'm fascinated by them, mm. and I also there there are videos of people just cleaning out the ear, and when they start to pull that wax out, oh, the the, the empathy that I have with them, bro, I can't that do out, this. I mean, just going, oh, I cannot do this. Well, I got one, and like I said, it's an HD camera, so you can do it yourself, mm. and you can put it in there, and you can actually see the wax, oh. and it's got a little tiny hook on it. Where okay. you can start to pull the Stop. wax out. Okay, here's the deal. We can record it here's and everybody can watch I it. I just want to tell you right now. And you can get Although I'm grossed out. Yeah. I'm excited about the prospect of getting the 10 pounds of wax <laughs> I know that I have in my ears. Maybe you'll talk Let quietly me go ahead and tell you after something. that. No, 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 I can't. I can't. I cannot control this out of my own This before I got locked up, when I was still married, before everything went bad, yeah. the thing is, when I try and use Q-tips, it just packs everything down there. Exactly. So the doctor's office how planted much... me in a freaking chair oh. and used a special machine that shot water and vacuumed out at mm-hmm. the same time. And you're like, oh my God, I've never seen so much <laughs> wax. I'm like, oh, I feel so good right now. Thank so you. So you have actually had a cleaning a professional cleaning by much, do- much more recently than uh, I have. Well, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, that was years ago, and I never went back for the second half. They said, look, we're going to do That's enough for today. <laughs> and then it felt like I had water, you know, when you get out of the pool and you have water in your ears. Yeah, I yeah. had that feeling for like three days. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going back. Screw you. Dude, I'll never forget when I, I broke my eardrum, it affected my balance. I got out of the pool and I fell into the fence. Oh, man. And I was like walking, trying to stay up, and, and the lifeguard like came over. Are you okay? First of all, I was like floating yes, <laughs> on uh, my stomach. And like, oh, why does it hurt so bad? But like, I went home and it's just throbbing. And my dad's like, you just have water in your ear. No big deal. Let's put some swim ear in there. What? Gary, chill out, bro. Dude, you know what swim ear is? Yeah, I remember swim ear. It's like vinegar and water. Yeah. It's BS. It's an old home remedy. It, I had an open wound. Yeah, I know. But this He gonna... put it in my ear yeah. and I just hit the floor. Boom! Screaming, and they're ah. like, they're "Like, what the hell's going on?" Well, of course, my parents don't swear. It's like, "What? Please, Father God, tell us what's happening." <laughs> <laughs> and and eventually, they, they they ended up taking me to the emergency room uh, because I I was trying to watch Braveheart with my friend. Oh God, freedom! <laughs> and I was I was I won't let you down. I I had my my I ear. Won't give it up on a on a paper towel, oh, leaning over God. like this. Did you and, have the Did you have the uh, the cotton ball in there too sticking out. I didn't. You? I didn't. I should have maybe because mm-hmm. it would have acted as a tampon. Because <laughs> when I when I pulled my ear away from it, there was green pus and blood. Oh. Yeah, it was coming from there, and 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 it, it was like a like like a boogery nose. It had coated my ear. Dude, you simply jumped off the diving board, and it sounds like you were in the Kumite. <laughs> yeah. And so when they, 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 my dad took a look at my ear, and he's like, "Yeah, let's take you to the emergency room. Let's go check this out." We went. We, we, 
I sat there for a little while. Yeah. Everything started like this. Oh, I bet. Oh, that's terrible. Whenever, whenever suddenly everything is off, whether it's your sight or or you're hearing, if, yeah. if any of your senses are off and it happens instantly like yeah. that, it freaks you out. Oh yeah. Because instantly you think this is life forever. Yeah. Is this what life is now? Yeah. So the doctor, in their infinite wisdom, they said, "Yeah, yeah, you definitely have an ear injury. I can see in there. You got a whole bunch of water and blood and pus." Um, As a matter of fact, I'm holding your anvil in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) So he says, uh, tell you what, plug your nose and blow. Oh my God. Hell no. I said, what do you mean? Plug my nose and blow. He said, yeah. Like, like, have you ever popped your ears before? He said, plug your nose and blow. (laughs) He's leaving. He's leaving. Take a pee in the second barbershop he is. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, screw so, that. Like so, plug your nose, plug your nose, and blow. Not plug yeah, your nose and blow out of your mouth. Like yeah, no, no, no. I know what you mean. You mean to pop the ears? Yeah, that's freaking painful. Even if you don't have an ear exactly. injury, I was like, no, I can't do that. He said, trust me, just do it. It's gonna be okay. It's not gonna hurt at all. And I was like, I, I can't. It hurts right now. The thought of my ears popping like Woo! that. Is is unbearable. I can't possibly. He said, "Trust me, just do it." I said, "Okay." This was back when I prayed. So I said, "Dear Heavenly Father, please don't, please don't let this hurt." This is when you finally learned. And I went, "Oh, no! That was air coming out of my ear." Oh, that's when they realized there was no pressure it, left. Yeah, it was just going, oh. and I and I started like I leaned my ear down like this, and it just. Ear, and nose, came, and throat. It just came all ear, the way nose, up. and throat. It's Every, all connected. Everything started coming ah. out of my ear, just, bu- just bubbling and gurgling. Oh. And I was like, this is amazing. It felt so it good. Felt good. Because the pressure was oh, released. Finally. Everything was gone. It was affecting my eyeball, man. Yeah. There was so much stuff ear, in nose, there. nose, and throat, and eye. You oh. know, just- <laughs> I was just so... So happy, and he, and he saw the look on my face. He was like, "Yeah." He was like yeah, Jack like Nicholson, that? and the, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. well, is Doctor Masturbating? <laughs> so, we have very little time left. I teased everybody. There is a song. Yeah, there have. is a song. So, I guess there's one thing you could say about um, quarantine. Uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're, you're left there in your thoughts, and some of them are good, and some of them are bad. Like I sure. said earlier, some. Um, but it's actually given me time to create and feel again too. That's good. So I'm um, this this song like just came to me. Um, it's weird because it's about a relationship I was in about over a year ago. Okay. Um, where I just kind of felt like it was like a one like an eight month one night stand or whatever. But, yeah. Um, so it just it allows you to to feel things and to slow down and actually take things in and and that's where the song came from. Yeah, and you were telling me the other day that you got off work. At like six o'clock, didn't turn on the lights. I never turned the lights on in my you, house. I mean, I mean, I turned the light on in the bathroom to shower. Right, but that was it. It was and dark. You just sat there playing the guitar until all night ten, long. until ten thirty at night. I played the guitar in the dark and I went to bed. Were you practicing the song? Yeah, that's where this song came from. That's interesting because um, that's good. Like you're taking. Everybody talks about how oh I'm going to pick this up while I'm doing. What about honing a talent that you already have? Sure. Spending three hours playing the guitar is good it, it was nice you know and in in like one thing that that i really want to try and try and uh remember 
there's an old commandment of songwriters, country songwriters. When they say like, never write a song because you think somebody will like it because they won't. Right. You write something that you feel and you hope you find someone it connects with. And even if you don't find anybody it connects with, at least you got it out of yourself. That's exactly it. And that's just, so that's I mean it's out into the ether exactly and and uh, uh, Sheris a friend of a uh, friend of mine on Facebook challenged me two weeks ago after I posted some Bruce Springsteen lyrics on Facebook about yeah. how it really applies to quarantine challenged me to post a video of one of my original songs so I did it and I got to tell you what it's easy for me to be funny or try and be funny anyway on Facebook but to put something out there from like like that's real holy original it's yes it's difficult yeah it's it's there's a lot i mean it's like like oh my god what are people gonna think or what are people gonna feel and like like i mean is it gonna be perceived well are people gonna like it you don't even know yeah last thing i know i had like had like nine shares almost i mean it's doing people are like i had somebody send me a message earlier saying that made her cry because a situation she just broke off a situation currently right that she had been going through for two years Oh God! Where, where somebody was just like coming around and getting what they wanted, then leaving and everything, and uh, and whenever you're thinking it's something different and it's not, it's a difficult situation to be in. But yeah, but that's where this song came from. And for me, I you know I broke things off for me a while ago, but eventually this just worked its way to the surface, and that's that's where it came from. Cool, man. I want to hear it. All right, I'm gonna turn my shit down, so it's gonna be all of you. Are we ready? Get that mic closer to you. Okay. I'm sick of the one and done's the one night standy that was fun. Where my boots and I gotta run, I gotta hit the road It's always after drinks, it's a good idea So then we think, till we make the same old mistake Like we'd done before, I can't do it no more Because I don't want a damn thing If it don't mean a damn thing anymore If it's just you walking through my door and throwing your clothes on the floor if it's all physical but no emotional girl you gotta go i can't do it like we did it before and i don't want a damn thing if it don't mean a damn thing to you anymore I was always the guy If you found yourself lonely at night You could call me and I leave on the light And I wait for you And here you come, now you're messing with my head And there we go, now we're messing up the bed You disappear and I don't hear from you Until you need it again And I can't do that again Because I don't want a damn thing If it don't mean a damn thing anymore If it's just you walking through my door And leaving your clothes on the floor 
If it's all physical with no emotional Girl, you gotta go I can't do it like I did it before Cause I don't want a damn thing If it don't mean a damn thing to you anymore It started out more than lovers I don't know what went wrong But if you only want me in the covers Girl, I got that covered Yeah, I'm gone Cause I don't want a damn thing If it don't mean a damn thing anymore If it's just you walking through my door And leaving your clothes on the floor If it's all physical but no emotional Girl, you gotta go I can't do it like I did it before Cause I don't want a damn thing I don't need a damn thing from you Anymore Woo! Yeah! Ah, I'm performing to ones of people I want to suck your